David Chappelle is a philosophical comedian. His last special was absolutely genius. Marcus Pittman put on his Facebook that he was actually mad that Christians do not do what David Chappelle does. I'm not necessarily mad. I just want to encourage us to do the same. And it's a great example as well of how being successful puts you into positions to influence culture, to fight against the heathenism, the humanism, the philosophies that are revolting against God. We'll talk about that today. I also want to talk a little bit more about the bond market and the yield curve inverting. And I think that'll take us to the end. Welcome to How to Build a Tent. My name is Matt Williams. I appreciate all of you new listeners. Welcome to the show. I, again, just looking at the numbers, I feel so humbled and blessed. Thank you for supporting the show. Another way to support the show, besides just listening, sharing the show with the friends, is going over to Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, the network we are on and supporting us. You can put in HTBT in the memo field, let them know that we sent you that way, and you'll be supporting all of us as we proclaim the lordship of Jesus in every area of your life, as we equip you to help you fight, laugh, and feast as we do the same. Just listening to backstage the live show that the Daily Wire guys did, and they really knocked it. Um, out of the park with talking about the importance of supporting the people that you find beneficial in your lives because it's the only way that we're going to stay around. We are in a war with the left. The left wants not just to silence us, but to put us out of business, to cut off all of our methods of earning, not just in the channels that we are communicating things that are against them, that we are fighting them with, but all of our channels. They want to put us out of business. They want to ruin our livelihood. And one of the ways that you can help support us is by supporting our network. Go over to fightlaughfeast.com, put in HTBT in the memo field. Thank you for doing that in advance. You can also reach out to me. You can email me, matt at howtobuildten.com. You can find me on the social media sites, How to Build a Ten. I would love for you guys to follow me there. Really appreciate that. All right, so I was just done listening to the David Chappelle Show. And well, before we get into that, excuse me if you can hear my chair going. I had to readjust my theory about what makes something funny. And I would love to hear from you comedians out there, you people that are funny. You may be like, what the? Matt, you cannot talk about what is funny. You're not funny. So you need to stop talking about what is funny. But this is my theory about what makes something funny. Is something, a punchline, I should say it like that. Let's say it this way. A punchline that is unexpected and has some shred of truth. I think that is what makes something funny. It's when something is relatable, something that kind of is true, it doesn't have to be completely true, but something you can relate to and you unexpectedly heard it. I think that is what makes a punchline great. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, the philosophical idea of what actually makes a good joke. But that's my theory and I'm sticking to it. So David Chappelle, he is an incredibly raunchy uh, comedian. He says foul jokes, but he is brilliant. And this last special that he had was by far one of the best specials he's ever had. And you can know this because he is getting tons of blowback by the people he was attacking, the LGBTQ community, anyone who is on the left, basically he went after, including abortion. 
And I have to be honest, I stopped watching when he brought up abortion. As he was setting up his joke, I had to turn it off because I'm just so fed up. I'm so disgusted with abortion in so many ways. I don't even want to hear jokes about it. It's not funny. The slaughtering, the murdering of children is not funny to me. And I turned it off. And then I read Marcus Pittman's comment about it on his Facebook page. And I was like, you know what? I just need to finish this. I need to go back and watch it. And I did. And turns out his joke was so masterfully done. I couldn't believe it. And I'm not, I'm not going to ruin any other joke in the special, but I'm just going to say this. He takes abortion and the logical argument that the pro-choice party, the pro-choice people make that it's my body, my choice. And he points out the absurdity by flipping it completely on its head. And he basically calls it murder. He doesn't basically, he actually calls it murder. And what he said was that, and this is a spoiler, only for this joke because it's so brilliant. And I know probably a lot of you won't listen to it because of how raunchy it is. But he said, if you get to kill your baby, then I have the right to not support it. If you get to choose to kill your baby or not, then as the father, it's not my choice for you to kill the baby. It's between you and your doctor and yourself. You get to kill your baby. If that's true, then I get to decide if I want to support the baby. If you get to murder the baby, I get to neglect the baby. That's the line he used. Using the same logic that pro-choice, pro-murder people are making. It was absolutely brilliant. And that is one of the things that made Marcus so mad too, is why aren't Christians telling these jokes? They can do it in a way that's not raunchy. They can do it in a way that's not foul. But they can still make the jokes the same impact. Now, granted, I think because he is not a Christian and he is somebody in that culture that it was able to land a lot heavier. But we still should be making jokes like that. Now, a lot of us aren't comedians. A lot of us don't think about what makes a joke funny like me. I don't know why I do that. I don't do stand-up. I never think that I'm ever going to be funny enough to do it. But I don't know. That's my mind works. I like to dissect things. But we all have influence in our lives. And even if we are not at a successful place today, there are still points in our life. There are still areas where God is allowing us to have authority, to have influence, to be leaders in our workspace, in our cubicle, in our families, in our church communities, in our softball teams. Wherever it is, we have authority. And it might not be jokes, but it could be some strength that you have, some way that you can voice your opinions just like David Chappelle did. And what I love about it too is we have such a preconceived notion that anything that we espouse to the world as righteousness or argue back to them as exposing their flaws, anytime we try to have a moral authority, they're going to think we're losers. They're going to, they're going to laugh at us. They're not going to listen. But what happened with David Chappelle? It's the talk of Twitter. Twitter is going nuts over it. Not because he's corny, not because he was dorky, but because he hit it right out of the park. Even Vice had to tweet about it and said, you can definitely skip it. Not arguing what he said, but just trying to shut him down. 
and I like about this too is it just shows the left doesn't have anything. When you fight back with truth, when you fight back with logical arguments, when you use your authority that God has blessed you with, what can they do? If God is for us, who can be against us? This man is not a believer. David Chappelle is not a Christian. And yet he is braver than most Christians are. So I, I want us to be practicing how to be bold, how to be brave, how to have power. We are given a Holy Spirit to be brave. And as we use the talents God's given us, the opportunities, the privileges, the authority, even if it's a small amount, is as we start proclaiming the gospel, start pointing out fallacies in people's arguments, as we start pushing back and saying, the Lord is ruler of all, that we need to go to him, that your arguments are sinful, that your thoughts are sinful, your actions are sinful. Now, obviously, there's nicer ways to say it. We don't have to be so direct all the time. We can be tactful. But as these, uh, w- when we do these things, God's going to honor that and we're going to be more successful because if you can't do it now in the limited space that you have authority as you have influence. If you can't do it now, then why do you think you're going to be able to do it when you're on a bigger stage? It gets harder to stand up for God with the bigger you get, the more successful you get, the more money you give, the more money you have, the harder it is to give it away. The harder it is to give 10% because it's easy to give a dollar when you have 10. It's a lot harder to give away a million dollars when you have $10 million. I promise you that. So think about that. Think about how you can do what David Chappelle did with your own strengths, with the authority that you have in your life right now. And then as you become more successful, you'll already have that discipline, that pattern of thinking that way as you go forward and God blesses you. Now, the last thing I just wanted to say uh, or wanted to talk about is, again, the yield curve is inverted and everyone's freaking out about it. The markets are down. But we have to understand that a lot of this is China driven. That is Chinese people looking for a place to put their money because they're scared out of their mind that the Chinese economy is crashing down because the trade war is being won by Trump. The tariffs are damaging the Chinese economy. And where do people go when they're scared? They come to the United States. They put their money in secure assets like U.S. Treasury bonds. And as people pour their money into bonds, the less money people have to pay to borrow money so the yields go down. I think this is a sign for Trump that he's actually winning. And again, the fundamentals of the United States economy are doing really well. The yield curve is not inverted because the economy is doing poorly. It's because the rest of the world is doing poorly, specifically China. And as more and more people pile in to borrow or to buy bonds, the cheaper it is for us to borrow, who knows? It might even be a better opportunity for businesses to lend out money, to grow their capital, to increase their investments. And hey, this run that we've had might just continue on. If Trump gets reelected again, has another tax break, continues to lower regulations, it's cheaper and cheaper to borrow money. Who cares what the Fed does? Maybe maybe the Fed is going to be, become irrelevant in a lot of ways if they don't do anything drastic. Who knows what we'll see. Well, with that, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Let's go out and be successful. God bless.